Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Knowing what I know about well, those uh, Somebody leaked it. Brad, to your side, I would ask you. Just well, talking it through. Why, why, just, right, why just leak it nationally, right? This is what they do. And not, and not at least in this case, locally. Look, because if you just release it nationally, well, this thing's buried at the end of Get Up. Nobody saw it. Mm-hmm. Like they, Until we come in here and tell you, hey, this is what Windhorse said. At least locally, but, that's But you true. do it nationally, you do it locally, both yeah. same time. Well, local guys get to trumpet you, too, and mm-hmm. so do the national dudes. It's now, a big story. They're, just, they're, this is the track history with the new media uh, exploration for these guys over the last three or four years. You know, well, they, 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 what, what they, should, they should look into. There are times when it is, typically when are the it ones is who leak it. Agents are the ones typically who leak it. But tip, like I said, there are times when it can be beneficial to you mm-hmm. to be a little bit more open, especially with the local sure. media, to get these stories out. Otherwise, this story, again, is buried. No one's talking about it. Mm-hmm. And obviously, they see now the value in it, too, the fact that they're willing to have a press conference about it. Like, yeah. just have a little foresight about that. Like, this, what are we doing here? It's fair. This is good This is good news you want out there. So, in this case, you go against what you usually do and, and leak a little something out there. Well, and, I'm assu- and, I'm assu- sense. and I'm assuming that later today, they're going to, like, get into that because they're going to be asked about it. Like, he doesn't oh, have to- That's what it's for, bro. Yes. Yeah. I guarantee you. Yeah. No, that's the headline. That's what this it's, is it's for. It's the headline what, literally on the press release. Because it's common sense. They're like, it's like, duh, of course. Why wouldn't we do that? But, right. again, you know, getting into that part of it, what you got the deal done with no fifth year option? Wow, front office. That's essentially the story. But again, go yeah, go go tell everybody the good news. That's right, man. And all's well that ends well. That's kind of how I would look at it. Uh, but he didn't uh, uh, give the news by asking a question though uh, to his uh, colleagues, Winhorse. This was pretty. This this was clearly uh, a very definitive. Uh, let me put this out there in the ether type of a deal. Uh, to your point, Jason, and th- this was the direct line, mm-hmm. right? I'm glad you were watching. You were the you were all over this this morning. That's some good news. Absolutely. All right, uh, we'll come back. Lots more to cover on the show. We'll talk to Brevin Knight, get his thoughts on this uh, development for the Memphis Grizzlies, get into the summer league. They did, they did play. I mean, you clearly just don't give a damn about the Grizzlies on the summer league team because you ain't mentioned them not one hot second today, which I probably watched more of it than you did. I was tuned in. I liked them in the second half. Okay. Kind of. It's, we it's, were both it's, texting. You summer know I was league, summer league's a hard sell, though, man. It is. It's, I, I, I would say I'm, I've watched a lot of summer league. I watched after that. Watch Vegas. Watch Paolo after that. I'm so I'm starting to get a little eyes are starting to glaze. Feeling like it's like it's like uh, it's like peace jam, bro. 
You know, mm-hmm. it's like you watch like three of those games. But again, you're, like, you're revived at start of Vegas, right? right. It, was, it was Paolo versus Jabari, so I was all. Oh back yeah, in, no, that's the, like yeah. By the end of that one, I was worn out. No, I mean yeah. when it's like when it's like those, it, it really is. It's the same thing as, as AAU basketball when you have like two great matchups. But exactly, but then when you it's, get recharged, well, yeah. For. When it's not that though, it's like it's just a bunch of random. NBA Although now players. I guess you know the records will count. Your pool play all that going into the tournament. Bro, so, it's so, the peach yeah, I guess we can tell ourselves it's, it's like two it's year, a little bit more. It's the peach jam for like nineteen year olds. That's what it is. I do like that the Grizzlies aren't seeing the Bancaros and these young teams that got all the picks. You know, well, I like the, t- the teams that they're going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that'll be in the tournament. Right. So I like the Grizzlies' schedule going on this thing. Uh, anyway, we'll get into all that and more on the other side. Jason and John. I just- Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network. So whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Now, it's The Rundown, presented by ExploreStLouis.com. The biggest stories of the day from Jason and John on 92.9 FM ESPN. First story. Uh, the Memphis Grizzlies wrapped up their Salt Lake City Summer League uh, with the Dupski. Despite trailing by 12 at the half, they heroically come back, storm back, win the game 95-84, win cover what more can you ask from these young grizz jason they continue to do what they did in the regular season which is what which is win and cover, cover. they are absolute machines it's summer league calm down they have done this they're two and one overall they're two and one against the spread you know i gotta i gotta keep a little i don't want to get too rusty you know no, you do when, you got to keep it through the summer months you yeah do. i mean i, I it's I, fine it's I, fine go ahead uh uh I, I will say like i saw this needs to be addressed here um, I saw a comparison that I want to run by you. Jake Laravia, who did I have a great day yesterday, right? Uh, o of three. Comparison to Mike Miller. Ooh, I know that bothered you. I have not said anything about it yet. I want to know if that is apt in your mind. 
Wow. I know I know y'all saw that as a slight. Well, it's dude, you played one summer league game. I, Are we talking about you know? Why, why are you asking? Year, I don't need to say anything. We should clear the floor for you. No, I'm, I just want to know what you think. Last time we last time I called Mike a high school coach. What I got? I got thirty minutes. Are you telling me? But see, at least oh, he's more than that. But, but at least well, we that, at least he so, that was a fact, right? This, this one should be. Yeah, I mean, I'm waiting on you to just level this, folks. The, who who put this up? Who was up? ESPN? I can't remember. I, no, I saw it on no, it was Twitter. NBA TV last night. I saw it on Twitter, yeah. Oh, it was a Twitter comparison. Yeah, it was a tweet. It was a tweet for like a, you know, like Grizzly. Ah, oh, that's Twitter. Some, some foolishness. Ah, we yeah, have you it, don't then. pay any stock to that. Okay, I was just, I was just asking what you thought. Right. I mean, it got a lot of, it got a lot of, you know. Oh, it did? Oh, yeah. Like some NBA people ran with it? No, no, dude. Then that's what I'm talking about. Why are you even pay? But but again, anything out there negative about Mike, we know you're gonna be. I, I you gonna sniff it out. It doesn't have to be a negative. Like, does it? When John Moran, he finds himself, search his name, he see himself right on there, retweet right. You gonna be you on there doing the same, Mike Miller, every night. Does it have to be negative? I don't. I don't well, that's I, when you jump. That's when you pounce. I didn't, like you I didn't got me last it. week. I didn't even say anything about it. I saw it and I just kind of moved on. This but is I, what you just said. Now this is something I'm gonna have to address. But I think I think your response tells us everything we need to know. That, <laughs> what? That is that it's just not you ain't in that weight class yet. No, he's not. You know what I'm saying? That's ridiculous. I mean, hopefully he becomes that, right? I mean, Mike had a great career with the Grizz. He was a great, you know, piece for him for many, many years, and that's what you I mean, hope dude, to he's get. one of the greatest shooters in NBA history. That's right. Uh, the, LaRavia, to put him in even in the same sentence right. at this point. Well, it's, although, it's almost, it's, you see it as a slap in the face to Mike, which it can be, too. It's too, it's it's almost a disservice to the kid, too, to ask him to come in here and be, oh, oh, oh by the way, just be Mike Miller. Be yeah. one of the greatest shooters we've ever seen in the NBA. Well, I think the natural. So compa- that's silly. I think the natural thing is. It, White. Six, seven, six, eight. Right, exactly. can shoot the three. Exactly. But isn't that where it comes from? Just a sh- very shallow, wouldn't you say? Embracist. I think that's the well, first. I'll, piece I'll of let it. you call it that. Oh yeah. Oh, it's I going think on. I, you know, is discrimination. Hundred percent. Grind City Law. We about to call him. You know, John. I, I saw. I think I saw that tweet too, and I might have even liked it. And here's why: It's sort of like when we saw Jalen Duran, and you had the Durant comparison. Because there was no context for how bad he was when he got on an NBA or, a, in this case, college basketball floor with real players. And so I think I even said that. I'm like, he does sort of look like Kevin Durant. You know, he's long, 6'10". Six, six We're talking about Durant? I'm sorry. I meant uh, Amani Bates. My, oh, my Amani. Got, got so Amani. Yeah. The, Amani the, remember the Amani, yeah, Amani Durant, Durant comparison? Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a kid. Um, as yes, a kid. Yes, 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 yes So there was yes. this peripheral yes. sort of... Man, when you see him and you read the hype about him, now we don't have the hype on on LaRavia. Hell, people didn't know who the hell he was before the draft. Um, I see it in just the very peripheral, and I think it's a hope more than anything, because, God, if we could have Mike Miller 2.0, who wouldn't right. want that, and you right? Get that guy, at, yeah, you know, twenty uh, here's, twenty-two. Here's yeah, what, here's what I need. And, but I, I think the stroke looks a lot like Mike's. Like when you see his pure stroke, it, it it looks it looks like Mike. Now, if we got Mike on the show right now, he would he would feel very disrespected. No, it's like no he, disrespect. Well, to Mike. He wouldn't say that publicly. No, but he would. He, he, oh, I'm sure he'd oh, he, feel he, that yeah, way. Yeah. yeah, but he ain't saying <laughs> well, that. Mike's on the too show. busy making yeah, money say, off of say uh, nice things. Mike's yeah. making money on contracts now. He doesn't have to worry about this, you know. Yeah, no, I'm just saying though. Like it's like you know, you got you got to be we got to be in you know the same stratosphere at some point. You got to like score up. It's like Chet Holmgren saying, "Oh, he's going to be in the NBA in a lot." Dude, you don't know. You might not be in the NBA for a long time. Now, now let me ask you this: What are we going to do with Santi? Oh my God! I, I think Bru- I'd rather have Bruno Caboclo on my See, roster. Now, Jason. Yeah, six of ten. If you just look at the at the at the numbers, say fourteen points, uh, had eight rebounds, you might say, okay, well, that's a little bit better. And, but have you? It, does it look like he belongs? 
when you watch him? No. Does it look like a, a, a soon-to-be impact player in your rotation, or does it look like a guy that is still maybe even years away from being a, someone that can impact it? You, I don't look, think so. What do you think, John? I mean, I, I, I don't really have a super strong opinion about Santi Aldama, and I haven't really from the moment that they drafted him. I don't know what you know you what you hope he could be. Maybe your backup four, backup round. five. I don't huh. know. But I, yeah, I'm my not, opinion would be no. I don't think he's making a compelling case. I mean, that's just kind of where I'm at with him. Yeah, looking average or even below average at times in summer league, not a good thing, especially for a guy drafted as high yeah, as I mean, him. Like, and I know we had we had great stories right. about what he did against Phoenix and everything else. We've seen some flashes, but I just he doesn't look like it's coming easy to him. Right. It, he frankly it, he doesn't look. I mean, right it, it, out it, there. it didn't come easy for Zaire Williams yesterday. I mean, Zaire Williams was was one of seven from three. Right. I mean, that's not necessarily uh, comforting. Well, I've seen Zaire Williams knock down big threes in a playoff game in the fourth quarter, though. Santi has not done anything close to that. The guy who I have been most impressed by for the Memphis Grizzlies in the summer league has been Kennedy Chandler. That's that's who I've come away thinking. That's fair. He's got like a real chance to, at some point in the duration of his contract, be a real contributor for the Grizzlies because he just he's doing what he does. He like, and I love that. Like he plays so within himself. He was finishing at the rim yesterday, playing great defense. Uh, finished with twelve points uh, on uh, four of ten shooting. Did was two of four from three. I just I love what he brings. You know, he's going to have two steals. He's going to have a block. He's going to have you know these just these winning plays that he makes. Uh, great finishes at the rim. You know, quick guard, smart guard. Like he just is who he is. I love that. I love a guy that can go to a summer league because your instinct is all oh, you want to take over, right? Like it's summer league, you're supposed to show your stuff, whatever. He's just like this is Kennedy Chandler, and and Kennedy Chandler is doing the same things in summer league mm-hmm. that he would do in an actual NBA game. Now, could he do the same exact numbers? I don't know, but I I just love that he never gets too sped up. He never gets taken out of his game, and he's just as steady as it gets. And I love that. I love that about him. And uh, he's a he's a competitor. So that's who I've been most impressed by. I mean, Zaire, you know, it's still not quite there for me. Uh, you know, he he still does not have much of a you know that creation that shot creation is just not there yet. And and that's fine. Like I'm not saying this is the end of his career or even close to that. But in terms of who I'm coming away like, oh, I, I love what I see. It's definitely Kennedy Chandler for me. Yeah, I mean, Zaire went 7 of 15, so well, he was 6 of 8 on twos. Like, I know he was 1 of 7 from 3, I, and, and he's had some trouble handling the ball, but he looks like he belongs in the league. When I watch Santi with 7 turnovers, no, 7 fouls and 6 turnovers in that game, he doesn't look like he belongs. We can get into how many threes and all that dropped. All I'm saying is one looks like he belongs, one does not. I'm with you. Kennedy Chandler looks like he belongs. Kennedy Chandler looks like he's going to be able to be a defensive pest at this level. That's what you wondered at that size. Could he still be that? But it shows you with the wingspan and just his doggedness that it's going to translate over. Now he's still got a lot to prove, and it's going to be a while before he's ready to back up John Morant. But but all I look at these guys of when it comes to summer league, not so much that are you hitting your threes, everything else, but it's do you belong, right? And and again, you know, you can have some bad performances still look good. Yep. But if it's if if it's looking hard for you, if you're turning the ball over six times and seven fouls, right? I just I I, I, I Again, the Grizzlies got to miss at some point. It looks like that to me. It looks like they might have with Santi. But to your point, like like we can't make a judgment yet on Zaire. Right. I suppose there's still more time for Santi. I just haven't seen enough from him. It it looks uncomfortable when I watch it. He uh, can't defend. He can't defend anybody. Now David Roddy had 16. Yeah, he looked much better. And like you knew that was going to come. You knew he was going to have a bounce back game from that first game. Um, and you know, 16 points on six to ten shooting. 
you know, look, I, I like that. I mean, I, you know, he, he I, again, I, do I, I don't know what he is. I'm still trying to, like, put my finger on what he ultimately we all would are. be. We all are. Um, and I, do, I, I think that is the peril with him, right? Like, if he's sort of stuck in no man's land between that three and four, that's going to be a little bit of a problem. But, you know, as long as you produce, you know, as long as you produce. But you, you made the point yesterday, and, and it's a fact. You, all you are is what you can guard. That's it. I mean, you, you can be a three. If, if, he can be, if he can guard a three, he's a three. If he can guard the four, he's a four. Jerry can guard pretty much every position, you know. I mean, that's why he's such a. That's such a, why he's such a. He didn't get paid that amount of money because he's an offensive threat, right? He got paid that amount of money because of his defensive versatility and his ability to block shots uh, in the in the paint there and on the perimeter for that matter. Um, so the question for David Roddy to me is more so defensively than offensively, mm-hmm. um, and we won't know that until like this is like the summer league is so stupid. In terms of the basketball that is played, like it really is glorified peach jam. That's what it is. I mean, because these guys, some guys care, some guys don't as much. Some guys play, some guys you don't know who's playing, and then these coaches will have these weird ass rotations, and and um, it won't matter, right? Like if you're up five, up six, they'll put out a whole ass new lineup, and they'll lose the lead, and they'll go, you know. So it's just impossible to to gauge too much, and that's why I've always tried to be very careful with that. Um, but it was a little bit of a Bruno Caboclo revenge game, or at least revenge half, wasn't it? I mean, he was he, yes. was, he was dunking that ball in there. Uh, Seven-year <laughs> NBA veteran now who's been playing really well in Brazil but still got a ton to prove. Utah's taking a chance on him, it looks like. And, I mean, with what's going to be there, with everything they've given, uh, why would he not make the roster at this point? I mean, he's, he's, a, he's a big that can dunk the ball now. He's a lot thicker than when we last he saw him. You see good. that? He's strong. He looks very good. I don't know if he, he, can, he's I don't know if he can step outside and knock down a shot. How old though, is he? Twenty six. Yeah, he's one of five from three. Yeah, I'd I'd sign him and put him on my roster if I'm Utah or whoever he's got. Yeah, Utah's got. Well, his Utah ha- Utah has nothing to live for, right? I mean, no. they, why not? <laughs> I mean, he, they, he made a, a cat like uh, like that one rim shot. Aldama tried to come at the rim man. and he just. He eviscerated him, and it was all ball. That's was, what that's what I'm talking about when I say Adama just doesn't look mm-hmm. NBA. When I see it's it, not an athlete, block that he, way. Right? He doesn't look athletic like an NBA player needs to at that size. And so then you can have a great. Hey, you might shoot the ball great on one, but if you can't, if you're giving it all up on yeah, the other like, end because athletically you can't defend can't anybody. Defend. I just, what do you, what's how your do, usage? How do you stay in the that's, league? That's right, so, Jason. I'm right with now, you on that. I'm just I, I feel better about Kenny Lofton Jr. Yeah. than I do. Said that yesterday that than I do about Santi and. Now we've had another game of Santi where I think that's I mean, a good evaluation. Seven fouls last yeah. night. You know, six six turnovers. No, the, the lines on these games are really screwed up. And I think the plus minus, you're not supposed to look at those, but I think it's indicative because like Kennedy Chandler's not scoring a bunch of points. Like he gets six, eight points and he affects the whole game. Oh, and I don't you hope to see a little bit more from Santi though, year two. Just a little bit. For sure. Right, okay. I mean, okay. You're, no, but nobody's passing judgment on him today, but it's been disappointing. So yeah, far. no, I, I mean look, he's a guy who's gotten real NBA minutes. I mean, you, you know what I liked about Chandler, John, was he doesn't sh- force shots. No, that's what, that's what I'm saying. Like, he plays within himself. Never for, Half of these guys Always. are chucking some stuff. It's just like mess. Yeah. You know? I mean, every shot that Kennedy takes is going to be a good shot for the most part. That's right. I mean, and, and, and again, that's why, that's why he, when you're six foot, you get to the league by right. being that. Yeah. Right? You don't get to the league unless you're Allen Iverson who, <laughs> yeah. who, who can score an unbelievable. Like, you got to be. A, a, a super intelligent basketball player, yeah, and he is like he was. He was coached well at Briarcrest by our our friend John Harrington. Um, you know, he's a competitor. You know, he looked. He he goes to Jalen Green. Goes up against Jalen Green and is not intimidated by that. He's got a fearlessness about him. 
You know, he was a he Always was a, has. look. People people forget this. He was a projected top ten pick this time a year ago, right? And the Grizzlies got him at thirty eight. Was it thirty eight? I mean, it's just yeah. I I don't know I don't know what his upshot is long term with the Grizz. I mean, the odds are if he's the Grizzlies have their point guard, you know. So and he and he's too small to play alongside Ja, and Ja doesn't play off the ball. So it's one of those things where it's not going to be a long term fit, but. You know, it doesn't have to be. If you have if you if you if you have a great backup point guard in three years and that guy helps you in eight minutes in a crucial game six NBA finals victory, it was worth the pick. hundred percent. You know? It was yeah. worth like, the like, pick. Like think about it, you have job for six years. Yep. If Kennedy can be his backup yes. at some point during those six for years. Three, you right, know? yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And you and, and, and can he be a guy that you're bringing in for a little bit and uh, help, help! Why not on a championship level team? Why not? Yeah, like I, it, it because was, again, I was telling you, you're going to have to have guys on rookie level deals. You're going to have to have guys on team friendly deals, the contracts of the world, to be able to pay your stars on this team. You're not going to be able to pay everyone, and so it, it behooves you to have some of these rookies come through for you. You know, two three years from now, and be a significant part of the rotation on a team friendly deal. Well, so, you're going to need some of those. So our friend Trista Crick tweeted this over the weekend, and I wanted to, I wanted to address it here on the show because I do think. Uh, it's an interesting question. This is when the Pelicans were rumored, right, for Kevin Durant. She said, if you're the Pelicans, do you trade Brandon Ingram for KD plus other pieces and picks? My philosophical question is, what is one championship worth? Is it worth mortgaging your future and being mediocre for the next decade? It's worth more to a small market. I would say not yes, but hell yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Not even I'm Not a, even close. Ask Milwaukee if it's worth it. I mean, ask any small market that's been. And, able to and, win and one I do agree with you. I do agree with you. Move. There are some markets where that would be more palatable, Good job. right? Good job. Than others, would the Lakers do that? Would the Lakers accept a decade of mediocrity? Would the Celtics accept uh, a decade of mediocrity for one championship? Well, they no. got seventeen. Be- of them. Right. It, it, it doesn't. It doesn't. Context ma- ma- Mean as much right. because they have so many of them. But would the Memphis freaking Grizzlies would would I, would I trade would I trade ten to fifteen more years of being blissless in the NBA for a title? You are damn right because forever you are etched in history. The Grizzlies won a championship. Period. Would, would you give us the little yellow little toe you got for a championship? I don't know. My toes aren't. My toes are good, bro. A lot of so it's not yellowing. When I went to Mexico, I got the uh, I got those uh, fish eating at your feet. When my wife did that, she really and, enjoyed it. How did it feel to you? What? I didn't like it. Fish eat the bacteria. Fish will eat the bacteria off like, your feet. Like uh, right? gara fish, I think is what they're called. Mm-hmm. Gara or gara fish. It's it, it's really funny feeling. Gara rufa. Interesting. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I was just like, I, it's not something that um, is it is it like it's not a practice up here for because it's not it's, correct. Uh huh. Yeah, you can't so you've it done here. it more recently, so you know you can't get it last it because it's not right. Yeah. Down there in other countries, it's widely well, it's not, used. It's not. It's not. It's not like very ethical. I'll be honest. I looked it up afterwards. It's not very ethical make because the they starve the fish. Right? They starve the fish so that they eat. So your that feet. they will literally eat, right. eat off your yellow toe. They don't like to eat feet. That's not their first choice. Okay, so let me back up. So the fish eating your feet has corrected your yellow toe issue. I had a lot of calluses, a lot of rough spots. Nicotine mark, uh, stains. I guess, man. Okay. And, Teeth and, smoking. And so now they're clear, nice white toes, Yeah, right? All clear, no yeah. red marks or purple marks and more yellow importantly, marks. like my calluses are gone, right? So you feel better about your feet. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I think I can. So the value on them has gone up. So then will you still be willing to give up a left, a small left toe, the smallest one, for a Grizz title, for one title? I, I think Again, so. Again, I think you'd still be able to walk. You're fine. They right, losing as long your, as it was losing like your impact, little toe my, like, your balance to and all that, you'd still like be that. fine. And, the, right. and think of how much it would endear you to the city. I would be a hero for sacrificing, for whatever reason, in this weird universe. I've, sacrificed, I've had to sacrifice would my you, pinky toe. Would you give up a body part, Brad, for a Grizz title? <sighs> you, so he's doing little little mini toe? Mm-hmm. That's already been claimed. You can't give up. I that can't one. give can't up a toe. toe. We already got that claim. Yeah. So sorry. Grizz needs something else. Snooze, Basketball gods need a different type of sacrifice from damn you, from your body. My belly button. I don't know. They want to cut out your damn belly button. You, you said body part. I got to figure a, out something, dude. That's is, it, we, is that even a body you part? Li- are you going to live? Right. How do you cut out a belly button? Well, it doesn't breathe down there. It's just a hole. What are you gonna have left? A bigger hole. That's just, just right. you just have belly. So that's not. Much I don't of want a, a hole. No, I don't want. The, I don't want to take core out the hole. I want to just remove the hole. You know. I I'm don't just, know if that's physically. Wow, can possible. I have plastic surgery in this process? Scientifically possible. Brad went outside the box on it. Because I don't want to lose a phalange, or the, the, I don't want to lose the, a, the, a finger, the, or a the, digit, the or an ear, or a, a nose. Kidney. You give up a kidney. Right. No, I want to keep my kidneys. You don't need to. I know, but I want to. I want to overdo it when it comes to my organs. Come on, man! I have you, more than enough. Yeah, Cup I want to. I always over. over. Like, what? Can you take a gallbladder out? If somebody came to you right now, Jason, and said they're a listener of the show, and they said, "Hey, man, I need a kidney." Would you give him a kidney? Oh no! Don't do this! Uh, don't you're, do you're that! You're assuming you we're you put this in. They came to you. What are we doing for you? You're, you're assuming we're matches and all that stuff. Damn, yeah, you're a match, bro. Do I know this person or not? You're their listener. They love you. I think we need to do it as a station promotion. <laughs> Give away a kidney. Yeah, and it's you, illegal. You know we, can't, it can't do that. We can't do that. If somebody close, there, there's a chance scenario but would you, where you're going to give would, it up. Would you say, I can't give it to you because I might I might need this for my family someday? Yes. That's what you would tell them? Yeah, again, you're talking about a complete insensitive. stranger. Where's that happening well, a listener, at? Listeners, they're We're family. Listeners are family. You're a compatible match here, Jason. We're assuming those, right? We're assuming that you're... You're... you guys are trying to turn this on me, put pressure on me. Yeah, no, it's about, I'm glad it got off me. about y'all's body parts? Yeah, I, I, I and and here's, here's me. There. Here's what I'm willing to give up. Nothing. That's what you pay the front <laughs> office and John Moran out to go. I'm not giving you a damn thing, bit of my part. It's awfully nice of y'all. I tell you, it's real patriotic of you guys to be willing to <laughs> give up a I thought it was an either-or scenario, or a Jason, navel or whatever. Sakes. I'd say you're, y'all, y'all dang crazy to give any parts of your body for a championship. What are we talking about here? That is your real flesh. Yeah. Right. You're not giving up anything. Dude, up That's a, on Zach Kleiman and John Moran to bring that on. I understand that, but not on you. If, we were doing an either-or scenario. I had to hit you with a little common sense again. What the hell are you thinking? If my left pinky toe had some sort of sorcery power to it and it would like it was like the missing piece like everybody's talking about like this big trade but really they just needed my left pinky toe i would sacrifice it for a title oh, stop if it had any it would, power at all you would use it and utilize it if it had any power in well, it, in you would use it for yourself inv- I'm using you would it use for it for city. your own game believe me i gain if the grizzlies win a championship bruh uh-huh. b-o-n-u-s i can understand e-s Okay, I see where you're going. So that that's I would do, I would give it up, and I can always Stop. get it like reattached or something later down in in life. You know, who knows what the scientific advancement? Giving up anything when that knife comes out? I think you're pretty selfish, man. I think that's what you've oh, shown. Oh, you can't pay me. You have pulled I, the wool over everybody's eyes for six years doing you, this show. You give up, and then up when a the yep. rubber meets the road, you ain't giving up a damn piece of you for the Grizzlies to win a title. I think y'all some fools. It's you, really sad you that you don't. Com- navel. You know, he and I are committing, and you sit here and you, you put us on a ledge, Jason. Right. Yeah, I pushed How y'all out you? there knowing what was about to happen. You, you judged you our do. body part I'm choices. I'm going to catch these damn fools That's in a trap do. right here. Well, your body part choice was strange. 
Well, I had to pick something. You put a gun to my head on it, John. I mean, uh, yeah. I wasn't about to give him a digit. Yeah. I put that know. little trap up with the cheese, and y'all walked right on in, didn't you, John? Yeah. little box with the stick. Yes. little cheese in there. Y'all fell Ran on in there, knocked the stick you, off, got you, trapped in there. You got us pretty good. But giving you, a body part. It's not like Parrish over here doing you, trap door no, arguments. All he's really done is expose us as amazing Memphians. That's it. And himself. I'll be amazing Memphians some other way. And himself as one. Hey. You're a Grizzlies who, fan when it's convenient for you. Who watched Get Up for Memphis today? Man, you who didn't did know that? what you were watching. Who oh, did we that? already celebrated you. But I'm telling you, this man talking about I'm not a Memphis. Who we celebrated it you. We brought this news we to Memphis via Brian Whithorn. You did not know, God, we know what you were getting into. Praise and worship. You, no, you no, know don't what? even say, don't even put that there, John, because what did I come in here and tell you? I said, I'm somebody who's got news judgment, and this is a big story. Let's get on it. And what have we seen? Jason. We've seen now the beat writers jump on it. We've seen the Grizzlies put out a release, mm-hmm. say they're going to address it. All I did was bring it to you, John. How Memphis is that? I'm not going to sit here and praise you for your morning routine, bro. No, go talk to your little toe. John, he called a press conference toe. for the Grizzlies today, basically. That, that is but, what that but, is what he but, thinks. But I'm not Memphis. I'm not giving back. I gave you something. Praise yeah. Jesus. Uh, anyway, Grizz. Thank uh, you, John. The, the Grizz are in Vegas now. Title within the next six years? For the summer league? For sure. No. NBA. I'm not letting you off the hook that easy. Title for the Grizzlies? In the next six years that you have John Moran under contract, yes or no, on July 8, 2022. What say John? What say Brad? I'll, I'll go, yeah. Do it! I'll go, I yeah. go, yes. Do it! It doesn't, it, I mean, I, it, it does not, like, cost me anything to say yes. If I say no, I'm a hater. So nobody or you'll remember, lose a digit. Nobody will remember that I'm wrong, so I'll just say yes. Remember that uh, we did the movie? We did the trailer? What year did we say? Said starring John Morant. Remember uh, that? I don't know. Maybe years like ago. Yeah, yeah. Remember that, that was one of your. It was a promo. We're gonna yeah. have to go back. What was the time. actor who he passed? Unfortunately, the guy that you oh, mentioned. Uh, it. Uh, who? He Not, starred in the the Jaw. Wasn't it? Oh my gosh, you're right. Yeah, like that promo. Uh, in yeah. the in the bit, it was the the guy who was in the the superhero movie. What? And he passed. He was the star of that that fictitious movie. That's who we made John Morant. I think so. So maybe that's a Chadwick oh, Boseman. That Chad is what Bo- I said. I said Chad- Chadwick Boseman is John. Chadwick Boseman is John. I mean, you said it years so ago. That's the, why it's so wow. rusty the, on it. Yeah. But yeah, it won't. It won't be Chadwick. Well, no, we have to find a different soul. actor. We will. We will. We'll We're gonna have to recast. But John. I might be right on the year though, huh? Mm-hmm. What year was it? I think 2025. Yeah. I think we said 2025 in that promo. I think we said 2025 in that promo. If you can find that, what promo. was it called? It was what was the the, the bit basically yeah, called? It's a trailer we, of a like, movie. I it's, have it's, absolutely it's no idea. I, I think this was pre-COVID. I don't remember my it life pre-COVID. Probably pre-COVID. It was probably pre-COVID. Yeah, there's no way I could possibly remember that. We'll find that at a later time, BC. Yeah. Uh, find it, yeah. But in the meantime, the Grizzlies are off to uh, the Vegas Summer League. I'll be joining them in full-throated support. On Monday afternoon, there out in Las Vegas. Next story. Hello, Mike Harrow. We talked about this. Oh, yeah. Seventeen points, six assists. Look really good as the number one pick uh, going in a featured matchup against the number three pick, Jabari Smith. Last night, Orlando and the Houston Rockets. The Magic won the game, ninety-one seventy-seven. And like we said, Paolo, uh, John's guy. Who I, I will say, you put the flag on. You said this will be the best of the three. You said it from the get-go. He also said he's the most ready, which we knew. Uh, but picking which one you thought would be the best, you look good early. Uh, Jabari Smith looked early on unaggressive. 
uh, Paolo Bancaro looked like, all right, this is this is my deal. I'm super comfortable. And apparently he's got this no-pressure tattoo on him. It's been written about. He pointed to that afterwards. He just plays like a, like there's no pressure at all, and it seemed to come easy to him. Again, I think the most impressive part, he showed you, offensively can hit the three, can get inside, can drive it to the basket. But the playmaking, the six assists, that part looked good too. You want to see that. Defensively, you know, we'll, we'll see. But he gave Jabari – uh, some fits there early on. Jabari looked a little bit better later on, yeah. but Paolo definitely got the better of the matchup as as his team did. Ninety one seventy seven. It was the kickoff to the Vegas Summer League last night. That the, obviously the Grizzlies will be joining on Saturday. They've got games Saturday, Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday. We said yes. four games before it will go into tournament style uh, in the Summer League. But yes, in his debut, Paolo Bancaro, much like Chet Holmgren in That's his right. debut, shined. I expect it to continue. Yeah, unlike Chet Holmgren. No, Chet, Chet was decent Chet the second can, game defensively. He had a he had double digit rebounds. Yeah, but, you know people people lost their but, freaking ever loving minds out there on Chet Holmgren. Well, that's, I mean, Kenneth that's the exposed him inside. That's the danger. Right, and, and look, there's a lot of things that go into that. People want Chet Holmgren to be good for the. It's it's kind of the same thing in a way as Kenneth Lofton because instead of him being round and burly, he's tall. The exact opposite. Huh? Like it's like the it's like the funhouse mirror, right? Like he's so big and so long and gangly that like you want to see that guy shoot threes, you know. Um, people want Chet Holmgren to be good, and it was a standalone game, so everybody was kind of all the you know all your NBA fans were watching that, and then, then he he had a great half, he had a great half, but then you know when he played against you know and actually I mean, he's playing against Tuggle Fall, if he played against Tuggle Fall, eighty two games got to be first team All NBA. Tuggle Fall can't move. No, still can't. I mean Isaiah Maurice put up like twenty on dude, bro. Remember him? He's up on old Taco. I mean, we, that's what I'm saying though. Yeah, y'all know how you're losing y'all's religion over Chet Holmgren's first half. Come on, man. Man, Chet Holmgren, look, you're going to have a hard time sitting up here making the case that he hadn't looked good. He's, he's, look, he's looked good, and he took the night off last night. So right. he's played two games. Like, let's and, just see it for when a, he's in Vegas. You know, for a game and a half, he's looked pretty darn good. Yeah. Let's uh, let's see let's see Vegas. You, you already Paolo looked good. You don't need to take a dump on Chet just to to, to push to make the divide for you looked good. You looked you looked good already. I'm not Paolo again. I'm not. I'm not. It's not time. My evaluation is not right now. We got to see. You know, let's no. look fifty games in, sixty J- games in. Jabari only had ten and seven last night. Did not look uh, aggressive like we said. He's going to need to show more for a a very young young Houston team that's going to be relying on him. So anyway, it was a first look at. The number one and the number three picks. We've now seen the top three, and I would, uh, I'd give the tip of the of the captain Chet so far. Paolo, right there with him. Paolo's going to be the rookie of the year. He, he's had the odds switch back. Uh, let's check after the first I, game. I'll say this though, like the reason why I say that is because who does Orlando have, right? Who do Orlando bunch of, have? A bunch of guards. A bunch of guards who are not great, right? Cole Anthony, Suggs. Ar- R.J. Hampton, Jalen Suggs, who has no offense, no game. And Paolo's going to be like their leading scorer. Paolo's going to be – his usage is going to be crazy. He's going to play a ton. Let's see. Um, you know, and Chet, you know, the difference with him – with Chet and the uh, and, and the Thunder is that the Thunder have Josh Giddy ball in his hands. Thunder have Shea Gill just ball in his hands. The great Lou Dort, right? I mean, that's that, that, that's a bunch of guys – that you're having to, um, you know, contend with. That's fair. And I don't have that. Paolo have the ball more, particularly offensively. We we get that. That's fair. I don't have the rookie of the year odds here. Um, but but yeah, I mean, I I would I would bet on Paolo right now. Jabari doesn't look quite ready, right? 
I think Jabari's going to be a good NBA player, yeah. but he's also very young. To your point about Paolo, though, he'll get a lot of run. He'll he get will. a lot of the opportunity just because they he got will. nowhere else to go. They traded Christian, remember that. Yes. I just think I think Chet has – there's a lot of mouths to feed in that Oklahoma City offense. Fairer, yeah. And I think – Well, and he's got to last all 82 if you were betting on correct. which one's going to – you know, you, you wouldn't be on Chet. Right. In terms of durability. I, I think Paolo – I think there's a chance Paolo has a sweep here. I think there's a chance Paolo is your summer league MVP – and uh, and your uh, rookie of the year. I think there's a chance that's true. I, the Magic could be a good team. The Pistons, by the way, Jalen Duren looked amazing last night. I liked him. Came out and caught an alley right off the bat, didn't he? From uh, from yep. Ivy, threw yep. him. that was the first po- uh, bucket for him. I saw it. And then he had a great, uh, he had a hellacious block shot there. I mean, that team. And I even I, I had a video on Twitter with Superbook about who I liked, and I identified the Pistons for the exact reason that we saw last night. They Jaden Ivy had twenty. Jalen Duren and Jaden Ivey connection look great. They had uh, Stewart out there, too, didn't Stewart they? Stewart. The kid that a, went after LeBron. Yes, man. Like, a, he was out there dunking everything, it felt That's like. what I'm saying. Like, they got dudes on like, that he, team, the man. dude is hungry every time he goes out there. You, he's the kind of guy you don't want to be matched up against because all night long is going to be I mean, who's running bigger, up into who's you. Who's bigger than the Pistons? They got Duren and Isaiah Stewart. Ain't nobody bigger than them. And the and the and, uh, home, homeboy from uh, Portland. Again? Really? You're just not gonna play your whole life. Well, if you're running Wiseman and Kaminga out there, that's that's a lot, right? That's true. If both those guys play, that'll be a hell of a matchup. Um, but that remains to be seen. I, why, Wiseman, they said, is gonna play. Well, why is Kaminga playing? Kaminga doesn't need to play that much. He, why not? I mean, he played in the playoffs. And I just don't feel like he's so gonna... did Zaire. So you don't think he needs it either? Kaminga ain't some finished product. No, he's I'm all with the running. I'm, with you. I'm yeah, with you. That's the Mitchell Trubisky approach that we took. It was foolish. Uh, Don't play him in the preseason. Shaden Sharp had had like he hurt himself. He played five minutes and did not come back in. We just can't get any tape on him, can we? He can't can't play, bro. You didn't see the Damian Lillard interview. I saw him sitting there, but I didn't see the interview. They interviewed Damian Lillard, and the guy could not have been more obvious that he did not want this cat. He like he he said the right things, right? But he was rather than like. I'm super excited to play with him. I'm super excited to like you know teach him sort of the game and like watch him grow because I think he's you know he would gush about him. He was basically like now he's got to come in and prove that he was worth the pit. Yeah, like it was like a it was like I I don't I never saw anything in this guy. I don't know what my organization saw in this guy, and like it's that's the opposite of what Ja would ever say. You know what I mean? Like, Ja would never do that. Ja would never – and I, I I, know that's probably part of Damian Lillard's personality. Like, you know, he came from Weaver State. He had to prove it himself. But, yeah. like, like when you Could get – a little more welcoming. When you have a top six pick as, as the cornerstone, you know, as a guy who's older, you want to be excited about that, right? You want to be like, oh, well, I, Dame, as far as I'm – Dame's – all the pressure's on Portland. Put some around him, right? If you're Dame, you're tired of it, aren't you? Yes, and he does not feel like they did that's that. The, that's what I'm saying. So it couldn't be so, more So obvious. why act extra happy if, in this case, you've put years in, you've been loyal, you've stayed there. You know, why put on any any fake face no doubt. for Portland? It's on them to put this thing around – put a, put a, a, a champion around him. Uh, they've they've blown it so far. So. Yeah, Jaden Ivey finished with uh, twenty points, six rebounds, six assists. Pretty damn good. Explosive. Pretty damn good. He's quick to that basket. Debut for him, and then I mean, Jalen Durant only played twelve minutes, but he was pretty good in those twelve minutes. So uh, anyway, that was uh, that was summer league yesterday, and, uh, and and the Grizzlies will tip off here very soon. Next story. I got one more thing I want to run by you. See what you think, uh, Frank Haith. Uh, the new assistant coach over the University of Memphis has been formally announced and everything. Uh, uh, did a story with a commercial appeal just about joining 
Memphis, Jordan Penny had a, had a couple of quotes I thought were interesting. I want to read them to you and see what you think. It's about the, the team. Uh, I think we've got a chance to have a good team. We won't be the sexy choice. I'd referenced that earlier, like Memphis was in the past. Again, I mentioned this over at commercialpeel.com with the five-star recruits and all that. But I think we have a real experienced team. We might even be better because of that. Mm-hmm. Isn't that what we're all thinking? Yes. At least right now on July 8th that, no, you don't have the five stars. You didn't bring in the, the Amanis and the Dirt Jalen Durans, obviously one of them now. You can watch them in summer league. But that because of – it's been really an execution of what you said in January you wanted. Yep. Uh, you're now so much older. We've talked about it. Probably going to be one of the most, if not the most, experienced team in college basketball. i got to imagine it's going to be top ten. Um that it's going to be better because you are so much older. And let's be real. How many, year, how, many, how many years in a row have we asked about the point guard question? Every year. Well, we won't ask about that going into this season. That is now done with Kendrick Davis. So when you add it all up, I think in the end he's right. Won't start the season as highly ranked or as sexy a pick. Probably a good thing. But by the time it's over, mm-hmm. I don't just think this is coach speak. I think with the way they put this roster together, he's going to be right. Agree? Yeah, I mean, look, I think that I think he's probably over the. And remember, they played Gonzaga; they were up ten at the half. Like Absolutely. by the end of the year, that's a pretty good team. No, Memphis basketball does have some serious momentum here, and if they can, you know, parlay this into another tournament appearance, maybe a second weekend. I mean, you're really rocking and rolling. I just think Penny has gotten to a point to where he's fatigued with the a the the BS you got to go through to get some of these kids. You know, there's a lot of hoops to jump through if you're Penny Hardaway. You know, and Look, the truth of the matter is, when you have guys like Emmanuel Acott, when you have guys like Keontae Kennedy, when you have guys like Kendrick Davis, there's less BS to sift through. It's very straightforward with them, you know? Like, there's certain things you got to do, right? But it's what do you offer me as a, as a professional? Um, where are they in their careers? What are they looking for? They know, this, they know the score in college. They've experienced it, so they know what they like and they know what they don't like. So you just have to sift through all that. And just you have a very I mean, most of these guys are adults by now, right? Twenty two, twenty four years old, and you're not having to deal with as much, you know, sh- you know, charades as you do. And I think Penny's a guy that wants to just avoid all that. I, I mean, look, I I think if there's a if there's the right kid in the high school ranks, mm-hmm. Penny will go after them. But I do think you're gonna see a shift. Maybe not. I don't even know if it's exclusive to Memphis. I think probably a lot of schools. We'll take that approach as well because the commodity is the is the senior, right? The commodity is the graduate transfer who's been in a system, yeah. been coached, you know, has good habits, as opposed to getting a seventeen to eighteen year old who you're going to have to instill that in them, you know, and that and and then maybe you don't even reap the benefits of his best days because he goes somewhere else because he doesn't like you know X Y or Z, yeah, you know that's that is the hundred percent advantage of of this strategy. Yeah, I've talked about this. You talked about the trickle-down effect of, of high school players and how much it affects you. Forget, set, set aside the, the five stars and the, the elite level, but the next couple of tiers down, right, those guys that maybe had one time hoped to play at a big school, you, you probably need to be aiming a little lower because those big yep. schools now yep. are poaching the smaller ones yep. for the guys that can come in and help them win right away. Rather than looking, we've talked about this, rather than looking to develop maybe that three-star high school kid yep. that they might have been a little bit more willing to do in the past because why you needed that glue in the middle and you needed guys in your program that were going to stay. And so it's, a, it's affected that, for especially, again, for that not the elite level tier five-star, but the guys in that second and third level that at one time could have been going to those schools but now those schools looking for 
grad transfers. Absolutely. Hey, guys that shined, Elijah McCaddens that shined at the smaller schools beforehand, well, they now become pieces for bigger schools. And so it, it, there's that trickle down. There thing. is. Uh, and, and it goes all the way down, like we said, to high school recruiting. I mean, Penny's offered, you know, Ernest Smith Jr., uh, EJ Smith. He's offered, I believe, uh, 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 Billy Richmond's kid as well, uh, Billy Richmond Jr., who's over at East as well. There will be Memphis kids that you offer and want to develop. You got Jonathan Lawson in the mix right now. But I'm with you, John. I think the way college basketball is going, when you're a program like a Memphis that can be among the elite, this is probably the way you're going. And what have we said? Penny's probably best position to get guys like this, yep. to be able to go into these situations. We've seen him do it. So, um, again, now now, now it's, okay, you're going to play eight, nine, ten guys? You know, is it because if you look at the way the roster is structured, this thing, it lays out pretty simply. If you if you give the minutes to the guys you've brought in and said that, that, that you've said are going to get them, you know, Maybe maybe we're looking at a seven eight man rotation. I'm I know I know you've questioned whether Penny can literally do that internally. Uh, he can't. It's against his DNA. He can't. But I'll let y'all live in fantasy land if y'all want. Y'all can live in candy land. You think Kendrick ain't getting thirty something minutes? I mean, he will. But see, that's the, so it comes down. How many see, minutes that, is Keontae Kennedy going to get? How many minutes is Emmanuel? See, previous teams get? guys are getting twenty something. How many minutes is Ko going to get? I mean, Jaden's playing. We know that. Well, Ko won't be. Malcolm's playing as we high know as, that. as you. As Elijah you McCadden is playing. That's eight for your ass right there, and then the Lawsons are playing, bro. That's ten. We're not. Even, what are we talking about? Mm-hmm. It's gonna be a double digit rotation. Like like you're you're politically uh, required to play the Lawsons. No two ways around that. Uh, probably the same with Malcolm. Although, like if if he got wrong with you, you could cut him out. You could you could certainly say you could say you know what you're out, and then just give all those minutes to Chandler Lawson. So that is a possibility. Uh, but Jaden is gonna play. We already established that best shooter on the team, and uh, no, and, well, then, yeah. and then Elijah Maybe. McCadden is your six six man of the year. Best shooter on the team. Well, that's that's what you said. No, I didn't. You well, that's what Penny's going to say. You know, which statistically he probably is. Kendrick Davis is likely going to be the best shooter. So yeah, I mean, nine is the absolute bare minimum. How many he play against Gonzaga? Who? Penny. Uh, I'm played a whole damn team. Why not Imani? Alo, Tyler, Malcolm, Malcolm, Jalen, Landers. Now, it's, again, it's a different thing if you're talking about two or three minutes as opposed to everybody's getting 15 to, to 25. All right, let's just pull it up since you asked. DeAndre Williams got 29. It just seemed like it did tighten up at the end. Didn't he say it publicly? Uh, Earl got seven. Josh got nine. Imani got 12. Tyler got 23. Malcolm got 24. Not very tight. I mean, Imani getting 12 minutes, that's a lot. That's almost half the game, you know? Well, again, with Imani, at Minot that point, got, it was just, are you going to hit I mean, shots? seven minutes is not much. He cut Minot out of the rotation there late. He, he played did. him in the he Gonzaga did. Did. game, but that was, as, as part of the season, he cut him out of the rotation. Yeah, I mean. So there was a, all I'm asking is, was there a narrowing down of things last year? It, it was leaning that way. Yeah. I'm, I'm with, I think there's plenty to be said about, you're right, in Penny's DNA, he just, he's going to play, he's going to play a lot of guys. But I just want, can he? Can he adjust? Is he going back? Uh, I, I think last year he, Boise he did. Boise State, he did. Boise State, he did. So and, and Gonzaga, you get a field, whatever. You played more. But I, I just meant it as a, as, a, as a rule, last year was there a tightening as he got close to the end? It felt like there was. Yeah. And it actually helped with turnovers and everything else. See, like, that's, that, like, in, I know, now you're pushing a reset button, you're starting over. And you gotta, right. Yeah, I, I get your point. At Memphis, though, an eight-man rotation feels tight. You know what I mean? Like That feels like as tight as it gets. 
which there's nothing wrong with that. Like I don't, I don't, I don't know if there's any like great big think piece out there that says, well, you know, an eight man rotation in college basketball is seventy five percent more likely to lose a game. I don't think that's true at all. It's just like it's it's how the rotation is sort of used, you know, and and when guys are called upon versus when they're not. That's the real. That, that's the danger. You get a little too loosey goosey with the. You know, with R, you come in and then you go out. It's just it's harder to create a rhythm and an understanding of roles. But if you got a point guard that's out there thirty to thirty five minutes, can that help that situation? Well, it's gonna have to. But Alo played thirty minutes on your ass against Boise State. Alo is not the conference player of the year. Bro. I understand, but you know, it's not a, it's not, a, it's not. In the end, there still lies some responsibility with Penny Hardaway. It's not gonna be all. Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, but I, I what I, I guess my point is that I see a guy who is adjusting as opposed to. No, no, no! I'm just I'm not gonna hire that dude because y'all said you know what I'm saying. I know I'm not gonna adjust this because this is right. I've seen a guy that's you know said even publicly I'll yeah. make the adjustments and his time has followed through with that. Yeah, if you look at the uh, Boise State game, it was Lester playing thirty, Alo thirty, yes, Landers thirty two, Jalen thirty, DeAndre thirty two. That was a he, and, and, that's my point. He's capable, bro. Right, he's he, capable of tightening it up. Well, and that's what you really you know. need to see, right? That's like the Memphis oh, starting. We'll five, I mean, I, not, maybe not as much with the. Five position, but you know, for the five starters, need to play thirty minutes. I, I know you don't want to hear this every time I bring it up. It rolls your, but but Penny has a defensive system, and part of that system is running dudes out there. I know you do the same thing every time, but that defensive system has been successful, and it's been successful because you're cons- that part's running guys out there that are fresh enough yeah. to put the kind of pressure you want. Well, the defense that that's in, I mean that's that's set. You've you've shown you can do that. Can you do it just playing six? If you just play six or seven guys, can you be that effective defensively if guys that play the whole game? I mean, I mean that's basketball one-on-one. Well, yeah, so but I, there I is mean, something to be said about defensively with the things he wants to do. Right. Playing more guys you know, lends itself to that. But, I mean, you know, think about that 07-08 Memphis team. They were great defensively, and they only played six, seven guys. Like it's, and I'm, they're, oh, you guys got to be conditioned, and they got to be, you know, as fresh in the second half you know as, as they are in the first. Let's get the conditioning And you right. need elite-level defensive uh, players. They got a new strength conditioning coach. Your man, KO, who's going to go uh, top ten, according to you, uh, you know, will be, key to, will be key to that. Top ten. Top ten in the lottery. Isn't that what you said? Dude, top five. <laughs> Top ten, come on, man! I ain't say that. Yeah, okay. yeah. You, we, we, you cracked me up. Top five is yeah. where we're starting at. Forget ten. See, y'all want to come out here? Y'all want to have Malcolm playing thirty-two minutes? Like I, I in front of the lottery pick KO. Yeah. Like it, it, here's the thing, though. For the the Malcolm Frandridges, like y'all got bird boxed. Like that's what's Dude, going on I, there. I think you make me want to be the president of the Malcolm Fandridge Club. That's what you make me want to do, little John. It's personal with y'all, and that's just the truth. It is funny though. It is funny. I I have I get a kick out of it. All right, uh, you need to start a T-shirt that says Fandridge. I'm the pr- I'm the president of the Malcolm Fandridge. No, you're so, not. You no, you hate his ass. Club. I'll be the president. You're gonna make me the president of that. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go out and see how many members we can get out of here. <laughs> All right, well, you can get Giannato. John He's Martin going. is the president. Giannato's a Fandridge. Oh, for sure. He came. Oh, in yeah. I didn't know. He that. loves him, Jason. Yeah, he he came, loves. He him. came in here and he, uh-huh. and he and he promptly left the country. But he came in here and his no, last he's decided appear- to come back and talk about this with y'all just he, for this cause. He said, "All right, look, I'm about to get out of here, but before I get out of here, Malcolm Dandridge is gonna start." Like he, like, you know, in his way, right? In his way of saying that. So, but well, the, maybe we'll make him uh, president of the. But it's club. weird. It's, it's weird. He has not made an appearance on ninety two nine ever since that statement. So I'm not sure where he is. He's been captured, actually. He's trying and, to uh, We're trying himself. to trying to figure out how to get him out of country. He's trying gotcha. to distance himself from that opinion. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt about it. Which is like we all have swings and misses, man. You know, like I, I I said some stupid things about Matt Stafford once upon a time. 
like we've had an argument about Jamichael Green and Deion Waiters. Like it's fine, bro. It's totally like you talk all day long. You're gonna have some swings and misses, you know. And that's one that he's got to wear. That's what he's got to wear. And we look if you got to see Ko in person at the Shelby County Pro Am, you know, to to realize that that's fine. That's fine. Okay. Uh, anyway, yes. Uh, interesting comments there from Frank Hayes. All right, we'll come back. Uh, Brevin Knight's going to join us at 125. We'll get his thoughts on the Grizzlies, on Jaws' uh, contract extension, on Summer League, NBA, all that and more with Brevin. Uh, we'll do that. But before we get to Brevin, look, you look around the Summer League, you look around the NBA, great shooters abound. That is the skill in 2022. It's the one you want to have, right? I mean, need it. You got to have it. Three, this is like White Station, man. Three is more than two. Okay, Dan Tony. Everybody needs to, you know, everybody sit down, but three is more than two. And so if you have a son or you have a daughter that really wants to get serious about the game of basketball, they already are, and they want to get better at it, take them out to shoot 360. You will thank us later. It's got all the technology. Steph used it. Clay used it. It's going to make your child, your son, your daughter a better basketball player. Shooting drills, dribbling drills, passing drills. Amazing technology, so much fun. Get out there today. Yeah, you hit the screen with your passes, the state-of-the-art technology. It'll blow you away. It's very interactive. Hit the targets with the passes, with the shooting. They'll correct the arc, everything else. Ball handling as well. They've got the perfect program for whatever the age of your child is. You really want them to get better? Send them to Shoot360. They'll take care of you. And I'm here to tell you they make it super affordable as well. One-year commitment uh, can do those 12 months at as low as 130 a month. That's a great deal. It's what I pay for CJ's eight martial arts classes. Here's the thing. Those classes are one hour, one hour a class. So we're talking about eight hours for 130 a month. You're getting unlimited access. As many hours as you want, uh, as many as your kid can get better in. It's a fantastic deal. Like we said, they've even got the eight-foot goal for the kids. Head on out there. You'll love what you see. It's the future of basketball training in Memphis. The future is now at Shoot360. Go see them out at 85 Market Center Drive in Collierville. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future, in vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is Electrified Diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with a vehicle that's right for you. 
a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts.